Happy Monday, Wildcat fans. We have got a lot of recruiting to get to on this show. We are going to talk about what just transpired this past weekend at the EYBL. Arizona commits, players you need to know, all of that good stuff. Let's get started here on Locked on Wildcats. You are Locked on Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. Again, I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, the EYBL happened, and again, a lot of Arizona fans, I think, are, uh, I will say, not rightfully concerned, but, you know, obviously a little concerned about where, uh, you know, Arizona is in the recruiting uh, realm because, again, there are some – it is a little bit of an unusual strategy that uh, Tommy Lloyd uh, employs. But we let's uh, let's talk about what we got here. And first, there was – there's a lot to like about what's going on here with Arizona. First and foremost, though, we need to talk about Jamari Phillips. Jamari Phillips – uh, shooting guard out of California, 2024 commit is fantastic. I don't care what anybody says. This kid is underrated, and he's underrated in a big way. This is what a five-star kid's supposed to look like. Again, um, he's rated, uh, you know, he's rated kind of in that top 40 realm, something like that. But this is more of a uh, this is more of a top. Um, 15 to 20 kid, in my opinion, just watching him, watching what he can do out there. And what's so unique about what he can do first is, well, he he lets the game come to him. How many times do you see guys who are these uber, uh, these uber scoring type players that they force the action or it looks a little bit like it just looks a little bit uncomfortable and you know you're just trying to show your thing. There is none of that with Phillips. As a matter of fact, you could go the opposite way and say, if anything, maybe he lets the game come to him a little too much. He doesn't, but that's what we're talking about right here. And as far as a player comparison, I don't really know because again, it's a little bit difficult, I think, when it comes to player comparisons like that. But this is a guy who there's a First of all, let's just talk about his shooting first. His shooting is absolutely immaculate. There is a lot of – the form is pure. And, again, the first game I watched, he went 5-5 five of five in the first half from three. And these were threes that weren't even hitting the net. These were the three – or the rim. These were the threes that you're walking your guy down. You're looking and saying, okay, it's time for me to rise up right here. And not only did he rise up, he rose up and he was splashing them. Then – You look at his frame as well. His frame is what you want in a college basketball shooting guard. He is about, I would say, a legitimate, what, a legitimate 6'4", something like that. But he's got pretty long arms, and he's got a pretty explosive reach to him as well. And what I mean by that is when he gets into the the lane, he can finish because he's pretty well put together. He's also a long – he's also long. And so those are the kind of things you look at and are immediately impressive, I think. Now, and he comes from a great background. He comes from a great situation. And I think that's where you're doubly intrigued right there. And 
you know, he can just basically do everything. Talking to him, uh, asking him, you know, what do you uh, take pride in? And he essentially said, I take pride in everything. And those are the kind of answers that you want to hear from kids. And let's be honest, a lot of kids say that, but when you watch him, do you come away thinking that they really mean it? When you watch Jamari Phillips, you come away thinking that he really means that one. He plays basketball the right way. This was a great get by Tommy Lloyd and staff because, again, you know, it would be a lot of people were questioning, you know, where are Tommy Lloyd's recruiting chops? Where, you know, can he really get the kids that he needs? This was a great, great start to the 2024 class. And Jamari Phillips, again, you got to give him a ton of kudos because, you know, I think that if he had held this recruiting process out, probably could have gone anywhere that he wanted, um, you know, and I still think he can, obviously, but just a overall, just a very, very impressive performance, an impressive performance all the way across the board from Jamari Phillips. Um, and again, you got to give Tommy Lloyd a lot of credit here, too, because Phillips was a guy that I think when the recruiting rankings come back out, you're going to see that he was, uh, I think you're going to see him climb the rankings. Now, um, the two, you know, there's essentially three services that actually watch kids. Um, you know, you get ESPN, but ESPN's not at any of these uh, tournaments. Honestly, I don't know that I've ever seen ESPN, any of their people at a uh, high school basketball tournament. Maybe they've been there. I've never seen them there, though. But it's it's 24-7, it's Rivals, and it's on three. Those are the three services. And generally, Phillips is somewhere around 30 to 30 to 40 in those rankings. I think that he's more of a 15 to 20 kid, something like that. And when you're looking at a 15 to 20 kid, that's a guy that has NBA potential to him. And make no mistake, I believe this kid, barring injury, will play in the NBA. And there's a variety of reasons why I think that. But first and foremost is you got to have the skill. He's got the skill, as we just talked about, and he's got the work ethic. But just as importantly, he's also a great kid. This is the epitome of a guy that when he when he plays, you know immediately that, you know what, he is going to be as good as he can be. And what I mean by that is there's not going to be any potential that's going to be left out where you're like, man, you know what, if he had only done this in life or had he only done this, there's none of that with Jamari Phillips. Phillips is, um, Phillips is the dude who – just gets it again. Sometimes like that's kind of an under, I think it's kind of an understated uh, fact, but some guys just kind of get it. Jamari Phillips is that guy right there. And again, just a big, big uh, tip of the cap to Tommy Lloyd for getting him because again, you know, um, Tommy's been beaten up a lot for the recruiting strategy. Quite frankly, I think some of it's, I think some of it's fair. Um, right now, Arizona's got seven scholarship players. That is uh, to put it mildly, that's bizarre in my opinion, but He's also, Lloyd's also a much, much smarter person than me. And Lloyd knows, I think, that this 2024 class could be the one where he really kind of sets his imprint there as, okay, we're bringing in a top five class in the country and people will not, uh, people won't be questioning me after that. But Phillips was the first guy to really, uh, you know, to sign on there. And again, you got to give him and his family a lot of credit for doing that. But again, I believe this kid is going to be a McDonald's All-American. I think he's probably, like I said, closer to a top 15 to 20 type kid nationally. And I think you're going to see the rankings uh, pump that one out there as well. Now, another guy that we know about who is not underrated nationally and who everybody knows about is his teammate, 
Carter Bryant. Now, Bryant's an interesting guy because Bryant is also uber, uber talented. Um, you look at the rankings right there. He's generally considered a top five uh, to seven player in the country. I don't think that he's quite top five because, again, as good as he is, I think there are some questions. And I think fair, fairly that, you know, he's not a next level athlete, but he's a good enough athlete. And he's a guy that, again, can play absolutely anywhere he wants in the country. But I also don't know that he's going to come in and absolutely and just dominate from day one. Like I think a lot of uh, people want, um, you know, players of that ilk to do. And I'll just say this, and I could be wrong here, and maybe this is just me being a little selfish here, but I could see him being a two-year dude. And, you know, honestly, that's uh, that's more than okay. Because if he's here two years, he's probably going to be an All-American. Now, Watching him, there's a couple things that you can tell immediately about him is that the game, again, he's smooth. The game just kind of comes naturally to him. And uh, not only does the game come naturally to him, you know, it just looks – some people just have bodies that look like they were meant to play basketball, that look like, you know – and that's uh, Carter Bryant right there. His fluidity is absolutely next level. Um, while he might not be the classic run-jump type athlete – He's the guy, though, that he can pull up from where he needs to get and he can get to where he needs on the court. Give you a perfect example right here. Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum is um, Jason Tatum is pretty much, um, you know, Jason Tatum's one of the top five to eight players in the NBA. And not only is he one of the top five to eight players in the NBA, he's going to be one of those. And he's got the potential to be an all-time great. You know what Jason Tatum isn't, though? A next-level, all you know, great athlete, per se. And that's okay because you can still get to where you want. When you're six foot eight and you've got skills, that's pretty much uh, that's pretty much where it is right there. But this um, – I and I expect – and again, it could be totally wrong here. I think that Bryant maybe takes a little bit of a step down in the rankings – could be wrong on that, but again, I think that he's going to be somewhere. I think he's going to be somewhere in there, and uh, not only is he going to be somewhere in there, I think that he is going to be, you know, somewhere that yes, you love him when you're Arizona, but you know, again, this isn't like a DeAndre Ayton where you're just going to come in and physically dominate immediately. But that's more than okay. I can see Carter Bryant being a two-year player before he heads off to the NBA, and that's no slight towards Carter Bryant because he's fantastic, and I would love to have Carter Bryant here for two years. Now, what does this mean from an Arizona perspective? Having both these guys in the fold alleviates a great deal of concern for you if you are an Arizona fan for a variety of reasons. First. Arizona does not have a dynamic 2023 class, although although I would say that while they don't have a dynamic 2023 class, you know, you got to factor in, though, that also Carter Bryant was, excuse me, Carter Bryant not only was there, but you would also have Kylan Boswell, who reclassified. So you got to factor that in when you're looking in the grand scheme of things. So that's, you know, that's uh that's something unique right there. Now, when it comes to uh, the uh, how these guys fit in, you need to keep getting more of these guys. Again, I don't need everybody to be a top five player, and that's fine. But I need I need Arizona to um, continue to get guys like this that Tommy Lloyd can work with. And what? But I mean by that is guys that are top, you know, top everybody a top 60 type player because again 
One thing that we've seen about Tommy Lloyd is that he can develop talent and he can develop talent like no other, which is obviously a big part of what he does, big part of his resume. Um, but you got to be able to have those players. Now, let's talk about in 2023, a little bit about K.J. Lewis. I am a big fan of K.J. Lewis. This is the epitome of what I'm looking for. I'm looking for somebody that's a top seven. You know, he's probably a top. I think he's a top 50 kid. But, you know, some recruiting analysts uh, don't think he's that uh, he's at that level. I don't care. I watch him. I see how physically he's able to play. And I'm immediately intrigued by what he could possibly do for the University of Arizona. So and I think with Tommy Lloyd, you also have to be able to with your Tommy Lloyd, you have to be able to, you know, also say to yourself that, um, yes, here's what I need. I need guys who are able to, I can develop, that I can use my strengths, my ability to be able to develop. And that's what you're getting. KJ Lewis is a next level, or a very, very good athlete, very strong kid. Again, the I think the questions about KJ are what kind of an athlete is he? Fair. I mean, not what kind of an athlete, what kind of skill does he have just from a ball handling perspective? Fair. Um, but overall, I think um, you know, in the shooting, just where is he from a skill perspective? But that's where I don't worry about it because I think when you've got a guy who's eager like him and you've got Tommy Lloyd in there, I think Tommy Lloyd will figure that one out, and I don't have really any uh, concerns that Tommy Lloyd will figure that one out. So that's, those are the kind of guys that you get, though. So if you look at it just from a 23-24 class perspective, now you got three nice wings in play. You got K.J. Lewis. You got Jamari Phillips. You got uh, Carter Bryant. Now, where are you going to go then after that? I could see Arizona going in and trying to maybe get a, you know, maybe get a couple other guys that maybe have been in the portal before or somebody that, um, you know, Arizona fans are familiar with. And that's where I think you try to fill that out. But so far, so good. Again, 2024 is that class where uh, I think where Lloyd needs to be able to show the world that, hey, I can get the kids that I need to be able to get because I can obviously coach. And that's the great thing about it. We know that Tommy Lloyd can coach. I mean, we have, no, you know, there's no doubts that Tommy Lloyd can coach basketball players. And that's a uh, that's obviously a great thing when it comes to it is that Tommy Lloyd can coach basketball players. We like that. Now, when it comes to um, the rest of what we're looking at, I think that, you know, I think that um, you're, you want another guard, obviously. Not only do you want another guard, you want another guy who can get in there and, you know, and uh, create some issues for a defense. A guy like Kylan Boswell, you love him, but Ky Kylan Boswell is not going to be around forever. Um, there's always been rumors from his camp that they want to get him into the uh, get him into the NBA as quickly as possible. I've always been of the opinion that I don't think he's a great NBA prospect. I think he's a great college player, but you know that's not my life right there. But first, though, let's talk about Fanduel. Fanduel Sportsbook. All right, Fanduel.com backslash locked on college. You might say, Mike. What can they do for me? FanDuel can do a lot for you. FanDuel is trusted by the masses. And there's a reason that FanDuel is trusted by the masses. Because it's reliable. You put your money in, you get your money out. It's reliable. You like that. And not only is it reliable, you also can get in-game bets, prop bets. Again, you name it. FanDuel's got it. Check it out. And that's where... That's where I think that uh, you kind of uh, 
just just settle in there right there. FanDuel Sportsbook. Again, great stuff. FanDuel.com backslash locked on college. All right. We're going to take a quick break and we're going to talk about what this means for regional recruiting with Arizona and the other schools. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right. Now, um, even though they're moving on to another level or another conference, all of that stuff, UCLA still is going to be recruiting many of the same players that Arizona is. So when you need to be able to continue to get these SoCal kids. Now, this is pretty good when you look at it. Kylan Boswell. Would have been a McDonald's All-American point guard, 2023 Southern California kid. Jamari Phillips, 2024, should be a McDonald's All-American Southern California kid. Carter Bryant, should be a McDonald's All-American, will be a McDonald's All-American, 2024 Southern California kid. So again, these uh, these guys are... Um, people that you're going to players, kind of players you're going to be going against with UCLA and USC, and you got to be able to get some of them. And Tommy Gunn has shown that he can do that. That's where um, I think if you're an Arizona fan, you're excited because you're going to have to continue to get these guys. USC, UCLA's, you're going to have to be, you're going to have to go against those, even if they're in another conference, to get the kind of players you want. And Tommy Lloyd is showing that he can do that. And that's a big part, I think, honestly, of, you know, Arizona. I mean, just think about it. Lute Olson made, obviously, a killing in Southern California. You got your Miles Simons. You got your Reggie Geary's. You got your, you know, your players like that. Then you've got uh, uh, Sean Miller. You got Derek Williams. You got Solomon Hill. You got, uh, um, you know, players like players like that Stanley Johnson. All, so you got to be able to carve out a territory there in Southern California. Tommy Lloyd has shown that he's doing that because these players aren't going anywhere. That's the other thing. This is the kind of area that you need to be able to recruit because these players will always be there. There's never going to be a time in your life in basketball where you're like, man, California doesn't have any good players anymore. That's why you got to be able to get these guys. And Tommy Lloyd has shown that he's going to be able to do that. So again, now, We'll take a quick break. We're going to preview tomorrow's show for you and what you can expect. Let's take a quick break. You'll be right back with us, or we'll be right back with you. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, we're back with you now tomorrow. Got a nice little start on 2024. We're going to start keep talking more basketball names. But first, though, we also got to talk about some guys that could be in the 2023 a class that could be joining the University of Arizona. That's where we're at. So that's kind of where we need to, uh, everything is going to be. But again, um, now you got to start filling out that 2023 roster. Now Arizona is going to be able to do it because they're going to get some, I'm sure they'll get some good international players, get all of that. But you got to be able to continue to, you know, you got to be able to fill out this roster. You're light at the guard position. You're obviously light on the wing. You got and not only that, you got to get some difference makers in there because you lost some difference makers. You still got Pella back. You still got, uh, um, you know, you got Pella back. You're bringing in Lewis. I'm sure you'll be able to get some guys, but you got to be able to continue to upgrade that talent. And in the front court, you got Umar Ballo. You got Henry Vasar. You got Dylan. You're probably going to be adding a couple international players to the fold as well. So again, that's kind of what we're going to be going tomorrow. But as always. It is a great thing to be a University of Arizona Wildcat fan. This is a great time. Tommy Lloyd is the man. 
He's going to get all of this figured out, and it's going to be fun to be able to cover it and talk with all of you about it. We'll be back with you tomorrow. You have been listening to Locked on Wildcats.